also on the web at As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. And it is Monday night, and we are live here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we are here with uh, Granny. How are you, Granny? I'm very well, Icon. Thank you. Glad to be here on the show at 89.1. Why am I not doing anything? And uh, we have uh, Matthias. How are you? Oh, I'm doing uh, pretty good after a long work week, a somewhat relaxing weekend, and a very Decently productive Monday. I'm ready to be back here live on 89.1 Ken's FM to have another great show. Awesome. I cannot hear anything through my headset, so I don't know what is going on. So I'm going to try and switch headsets uh, and because uh, I won't be able to hear anything without... Hello. Having a few technical difficulties over there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um yeah, I, I I won't be able to hear anybody uh, if my headset's not working. So I don't know what is going on. Testing. Hello. We can hear you. Okay, you can hear me, but like I said, I can't hear anybody through my headset. Hmm. And uh, without that, it's going to be kind of difficult to hear what the guests are saying. Hmm. Um, All right, uh, so I know that everybody can hear me. Uh, we'll just kind of give a little quick little rundown about uh, what we have going on tonight. Uh, we got a three-guest show, um, as always. Uh, we're going to have uh, Curtis Wild, and I know a uh, little preview. Granny's going to have some fun with him. I guarantee you that. And we have uh, Deb Gardner. Uh, she's going to be joining the Ten Timers Club. And... Um, Ask them how to turn that on. And uh, we have uh, the legend, Davey O'Hannon, with us tonight. So uh, it's going to be a big show. Uh, and, Granny, I, I won't be able to hear what you're saying, but uh, tell us uh, what you got coming up uh, this week, uh, the big trip you got coming up. Well, Thursday, uh, my husband, David, and my son, Anthony Watkins, and I are going with our very good friend, Brian, to Texas for WrestleMania. Can't wait. We're excited. What match are you looking forward to most on that show, on the show you're going to? Well, you know, I don't know exactly for sure what we're going to see. Our tickets are for night two, so I'm not... I would have really liked to seen the thing between Kevin Owens and so-called Steve Austin live, but um, 
I think we're probably going to have to watch that from the motel room, but because uh, that's supposed to be on Saturday. But I'm kind of anxious to see, you know, and I know, and I think Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, I think their match is Saturday also. So, you know, it's, I hear Seth Rollins is going to be actually having an opponent, but he's not sure who it is. Vince won't tell him. Vince says yeah, I he wonder- does have WrestleMania, and it's an opponent of his choosing, and he's not going to know until who it is until Seth is in the ring. So I well, don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping maybe that's going to be Sunday night, but I don't know. Well, who are and then? Uh, are, what are you looking or what? What is your opinion about this whole uh, Bobby Lashley and Almas uh, thing or whatever? Like that whole thing that just got set up tonight on Raw between them for WrestleMania. I actually missed that part. I didn't see the beginning of Raw, so I I didn't really get to see what happened there. I think it's going to be interesting, but um, I you know it's just I'm I'm looking forward to a fun weekend because we're going to go to WrestleCon one day, and I'm going to get to see a lot of my professional wrestling friends that I know personally that I haven't gotten to see for a while, and I'm going to get to yeah. see some some professional wrestlers that I've always wanted to meet but never would have had the opportunity till now. So um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I feel it. The whole thing between Omas or um, I can't, I don't know how really, Amas, I think is how you say his name. Uh, Basically, he went uh, two-on-one in a handicap match against the Viking experience, uh, Eric and Ivar. And that lasted upwards of 20 seconds or so because Ivar, or not Ivar, Eric got in the ring to start, and he ducked um, one big boot or a clothesline from Amos, and then he got hit with one, like a a big one. He rolled out of the ring. and Yeah, and then he rolled out of the ring and got a 10 count. And so the, the, whatever, the count out went to Amos, so he looked huge in there again for some reason. I I don't really much care for it. And then all of a sudden, people are like, I guess one of the guys stepped in to interview him was like, hey, no one's been able to take you off your feet and beat you in, in the ring. Like, what are your plans? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Who are you looking to face next? And then Bobby's La- Bobby Lashley's music hits. He comes out. They have a little thing where Amos starts dominating him, throws him to the corner, and then all of a sudden, Bobby ducks something. They both go off the ropes. He hits him with a shoulder tackle because he hit him with, like, six beforehand. And then finally one big one knocks him off his feet, and then they both point at the WrestleMania sign, and boom, they got a match for WrestleMania now. Wow. Now the reason why I was saying oh, no was because Becky Lynch attacked Bianca Belair, and she pulled out a pair of scissors and tried to cut off her ponytail. But now oh, you're watching Bianca's right now? Yeah, Bianca's got the scissors now. I think she's going to start cutting on Becky's. Oh, she's cutting Becky's hair. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so hold on, guys. Now, the WWE is going back to uh, old school. Uh, Now, remember back in the day uh, on the deck of the USS Intrepid, uh, Noah had knocked uh, Yokozuna off his feet, and that's when they did the the slam with Lex Luger, and they've done uh, hair matches with, you know, Adrian Adonis, they've done hair matches with Eric Bischoff, they've done hair matches with Kevin uh, Nash. Um, so tell me something. Uh, 
is WWE. This wasn't wasn't an actual hair match. Becky Lynch was just trying to cut off Bianca Belair's long ponytail, but she didn't get the job done. And then Bianca grabbed a pair of scissors and started cutting Becky Lynch's hair. Oh, boy. Because I know she wanted to cut that off because uh, if you get whipped with Bianca's hair, it can leave some marks. Just ask Sasha Banks from last year's WrestleMania because... yeah, that that can cut you pretty good if you get whipped with one of her, with her hair, because that must hurt. But yeah, and then uh, I was gonna say something else now, and I can't even remember it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we got the Kevin Owens and the Kevin Owens and Stone Cold thing. We got um, one match I'm kind of looking forward to, but I mean, also not in the same way. Is how Miz teased that uh, an AEW superstar by the name of Cody Rhodes was supposed to be coming back to WWE, and how he was kind of teasing that he was going to be his partner at WrestleMania versus the Mysterios, but all of a sudden Logan Paul's in it. Um, I'm hoping they just decide, you know, to false out that Logan Paul's is a his partner and that Cody Rhodes comes back. I don't care if it's heel or face. I just hope that they replace Logan Paul with uh, Cody Rhodes for sure. Well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, the whole deal with uh, Cody Rhodes is really interesting. He was basically one of the main guys that started AEW, yeah. and now he's jumping ship. So I'm thinking that the WWE must have really paid him a lot of money uh, to um, to switch over. Right. Either that or he just, I don't know, maybe became unhappy with the. but I mean, he was one that created, and he's one of the... He's one of the top guys there, as in, like I said, he was one that one of them that created it. So yeah, either WWE really gave him a lot of dough to come back, or something happened. But yeah, I guess we'll see uh, how Cody Rhodes uh, favors in WWE from now on. Well, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how that happens, especially the fact that uh, they have uh, two two days uh, worth of wrestling. Yeah, and uh, I, I I guess I don't know how that's going to work out, but I guess um, they must know what they're doing. Well, they don't know what they're doing. Let's no. just be honest. But um, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. We're just waiting for our first guest to call in, and uh, he'll be calling in the next five minutes. And then we'll go to him, and then we'll go to our uh, our next two guests after that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward uh, to WrestleMania. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be. Where the WWE is going to turn in the cre- turn the creative corner over, but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. But um, it'll be interesting to see how things pan out. What, how, you know, if you guys had to rank right now for the matches that are on, uh, I hate to go back and use a Dave Meltzer thing, but uh, from what you see of matches right now, we haven't seen any, of course. But would you rank it right now with the matches they got coming up? Thumbs, uh, uh, thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, or uh, thumbs down? Well, I'm sitting here watching the lineup for Saturday, and everything that they've mentioned so far. Uh, there's going to be some pretty good matches, I think. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin, for example. That's going to be Saturday. The Seth Rollins match against the opponent of Mr. McMahon's choosing is going to be Saturday also, they said. So Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey is going to be Saturday. Of course, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair Saturday. 
Kofi Kingston and uh, Xavier Wood is going to be wrestling against Sheamus and his partner on Saturday. So, you know, I think these are going to be pretty good matches. Of course, and, the Miz uh, and Logan Paul is going to be against the Mysterios Saturday. So, Okay, so as I'm kind of reading off these, these cards here, I, I went on Wikipedia to kind of look up which days or what matches. Uh, it says night one on April 2nd, we're going to have Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, Mysterios versus Miz and Logan Paul, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin, Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs, the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland, Seth Rollins versus To Be Announced, and Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. And night two, we got uh, Selena and Carmella versus Banks and Naomi versus Ripley and Morgan and Natasha and Shayna Baszler. Then we got Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, RK Bro versus the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. And then we have Edge versus AJ. Bobby Lashley versus Amit, Omas, and Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Um, so that's going to be the order, kind of, not the exact order of the matches, but for this year's WrestleMania, I'm going to be kind of in the middle with it. I'm not too excited for WrestleMania because just of some of the ridiculous matches they're setting up, in my opinion. Um, it's not going to be like a terrible WrestleMania, I, I don't think. There's going to be some ups and downs, as always. Uh, but one of the matches I'm kind of looking forward to would definitely be, I'm get, I guess I'm going to have to say it, Lanes versus, Reigns versus Lesnar to see kind of how this whole mega feud uh, blows off. I'm hoping uh, AJ and Edge can uh, do some good on night two. And then, of course, you're going to always have to look forward to uh, Becky and uh, Belair on uh, night one. So there's some good matches I'm looking forward to, some that I'm not really too excited about, and then some I really just don't have a true opinion about. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Our, uh, we got to take a quick little commercial break. Our first guest, Waiting Rings, will take a quick little break, and then we'll return for our first guest. Give us about 30 seconds. The new Wood Spring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange, is an extended-stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Streets of Fargo, rated 4.2 by Trust Score. And uh, we do want to thank our sponsor here, Woodspring Suites. We want to thank Scott Helmrath for doing that uh, commercial. And uh, our next, our first guest is waiting in the wings right now. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle, about to step in the ring right now. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the wild man himself. He is the reason why championships were invented. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Curtis Wild. Hey, hey, hey. This is Curtis Wild, volatile Curtis Wild, and you are listening to Attitude Era Monday Live with the icon, the big swing and granny hulkster. On hey, Curtis, how are you, buddy? Good to have you. Ken's FM. Hey, thanks for having me. So here's how we're going to do this, uh, Curtis. Uh, do you prefer us to call you Curtis, Mr. Wild, uh, the uh, incredible one? How would you like to be addressed? All of the above. You can call me Curtis. You can call me Volatile Curtis Wild. You can go the full 
way with it. You can call me the Lion of the Lou, the Wolf of West County, the Spark <clears throat> of Forest Park. You can call me a legend. All right. Well, Mr. Volatile, Mr. Volatile, uh, Mr. Wild's our guest here. Uh, and uh, here's what we're going to do, uh, Mr. Wild. Uh, we're going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and I'll ask you a few questions. And then uh, we'll do a roundtable, and we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the difficult questions. So give us a little background, and we'll uh, have fun with the interview. All right, let's do it. Well, the story starts out in 1999, uh, late 1999. I started uh, into the world of professional wrestling. The first bump that I ever took was uh, in Sam Becerro's Windy City Professional Wrestling. Uh, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to afford that school, so I went to one that was a little bit closer to me, uh, Powerhouse Championship Wrestling there with Tim Lyle, but most of the training was done by his cousin, Mr. Intensity, Brian Dean, uh, who made a a name for himself out in Las Vegas. Um, And then from there, about two years in, uh, started winning championships, uh, the light heavyweight championship. I won from Jimmy Jacobs. That was my first title. Uh, And then, I mean, I started going all over the place. I've wrestled in... Uh, six different states. I've wrestled in well over 30 different promotions and uh, been on TV in uh, three or four major metropolitan areas, uh, Chicago, Indianapolis, St. Louis, and Kansas City. Awesome. Now, when you uh, when you wrestle with your style, are you more of a um... – uh, are you more of a brawler like a Stone Cold Steve Boston? Are you a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Or are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? How would you describe it? Well, I've been called hybrid uh, because I can do some of that high-flying stuff. I've been known to do a coast-to-coast where my opponent is on the entire other side of the ring. Uh, and I do a drop kick from the top rope on one side and kick him clean in the face on the other side. Um, but I can also give a spine buster that is really reminiscent of Double A Arn Anderson, the Enforcer. And uh, are you more of a uh, babyface, an in-betweeny, a heel, or are you more of a, what the crowd thinks you're going to be? Well, <laughs> for the last seven years, uh, I-, I have been – A hero in some people's eyes, but most of the crowd has booed me. Uh, I've been a a thorn, they would say, in the side of the promoters of the organizations that I wrestle for. Um, But recently, things have changed a little bit. You see, there's a manager here in St. Louis named Travis Cook, and he's been all around. He's been all over the place. He was just uh, managing against Jerry the King Lawler in Tennessee uh, a few weeks back. Uh, with Attila Khan, the SICW Classic Champion, um, he decided to put his hands on Wildfire, my valet, but also in, in life away from the ring, my wife of 11 years, my partner of 18 years, the mother of two of my children. He put his hands on her, punched her in the face. I punched him in the face. His goon squad gets on me, and before you know it, they almost end my career. But that promoter I was talking about, I've been a thorn in his side, but he came uh, to my side. He prevented them from ending my career. 
while I was in a Boston crab with a chair on my back, a man about to come off the top rope onto the back of my neck. Uh, he put a stop to it. And funny enough, the fans started coming around to me. They started coming over to the wild side. They started chanting, let's get wild. And that's only about two or three weeks in the making. Uh, after seven or eight years of them booing me mercilessly, uh, so and I it's been and I do appreciate your uh, I do appreciate uh, your PG language there. Uh, for uh, I, I thought you might go a little off there because no one wants anybody to grab their lady. I know all about that. Um, that's that's a story for another time. Anywho, uh, we <laughs> we have Mr. Wild as our guest here, and we're on 89.1 Kins FM. we got about 35 minutes, or 25 minutes. Hey, uh, Granny, he used to be a heel. Then he then he left the dark side and came over to the, uh, the, the Jedi World Order. What do you have for our guest, Granny? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. We're, it's a pleasure and honor to have you on our show tonight. Granny does not like the heels. I mean, I could talk some pretty good smack to the bad guys when I have to. So I'm glad you're on the good side now, because otherwise I'd have to really tell you what I thought. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, I, I now I heard say that I'm going to change many of my tactics because sometimes you got to fight fire with fire. Uh, well, but if the that, fans that, are going to get that, behind that me, if the true. fans are going to support that, me, uh, you know, if they're going to ride with me, I'll ride with them. Or, or, or fight fire with wildfire. Exactly <laughs> right. You listen. Well, now, you know, I heard you mention Kansas City, and the reason why I bring Kansas City up is because I'm originally from Kansas. I live in Arkansas now. But I've heard about New Breed Wrestling. I think I might know some people that actually wrestle for them. Touchdown! Raiders! Thank you, Big Swing. I hate that, and you know that. I don't like the Raiders either. (laughs) But that being said, so uh, who is one of your most toughest opponents that you faced in your career, and who was it against, and what kind of match did you all have? Well, I've got to say one of the, the top opponents in my career was probably uh, – he, he's been known as the Canadian hero. He's been known as the ambassador of SICW. Uh, and way back in the day in his Gateway Championship wrestling days, he was slim, sexy Sean Vincent. Uh, and I bring him up because we were uh, fighting tooth and nail back then, 2004, 2005. Uh, taking that all over the place in every kind of match you could think of. And then uh, years later, we're in SICW, and we're feuding again, and we're going up to Fort Wayne, Indiana, and and performing at Heroes and Legends, and we're taking the feud everywhere around the St. Louis area, into Missouri, into Illinois, uh, and having pretty much every match that you could have, culminating in – a situation where we kind of, uh, some people would say, paid homage to David Von Erich uh, defeating gorgeous Jimmy Garvin and Precious and them being valets for a day on his ranch. Um, and you can actually look that up on, on YouTube. Uh, it's entitled Barn Burner Extended Cut or Extended Version. 
um, where unfortunately Wildfire and I had to go be valets for a day or, or farm hands for a day. Uh, and we weren't used to that at that time. We're, we're champagne sippers. We're, we're uh, limousine riders. So that is not our element. And uh, I got to say, I still don't appreciate it, but it's out there. It happened. And he was probably one of my greatest foes if I had to name one. Wow. Well, I'm very familiar with Heroes and Legends, too, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Now, Newbury Wrestling, where do they wrestle out of uh, most of the time? Well, a lot of that, see, the promoter is Scott Z, who was the referee for Harley Race for many years. Yes. Uh, And Scott Z is actually uh, promoting in Harley's old territory, in the the same cities, some of the same venues that Harley used to uh, promote in. Up in Eldon, Missouri, by chance? Eldon, Missouri, Sedalia, Missouri, uh, Fairgrove, all around there. Well, if if it's the same new breed that I'm thinking of, uh, one of the gentlemen that I know that wrestles there a lot is Kirk Gannon. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Gannon is a member of Money Mike Pettis' group. Uh, and me and Money Mike Pettis aren't seeing eye to eye very much anymore either. So he, well, he, Kirk, well, you know Kirk, why? Kirk Gann- yeah, but Kirk Gannon's a friend of mine, and I've got had the opportunity to get to see Kirk wrestle on several different occasions. Um, not up in the Kansas City area, but he's come down to Oklahoma, you know, several times and has wrestled down here in Oklahoma a lot for a couple of different. Uh, federations down here in the indie shows. So, Well, I think that guy's got nothing but upside. I think that uh, hanging out with guys like Money Mike Pettis isn't going to get him very far. So if he gets away from somebody like that, then he's he's got a whole lot of upside that he can realize. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Wild as our guest here, and we got about uh, 20 minutes on 89.1 Ken's FM. Uh, a uh, Mr. Watt, I want to introduce you to another fellow uh, wrestler. Uh, he's Matthias. He's, um, he's also known as the human pincushion after two weeks ago. Uh, Matthias, what do you have for our guest? Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to uh, properly introduce myself. My name is Matthias. I am North Dakota's number one heel. I am the man that will get in the ring, destroy you, and take your lady afterwards. I have been all over North Dakota and Minnesota. I am the current EWI Diamond Champion, um, and I just wanted to quickly uh, ask you, as a fellow wrestler, what was one of your uh, toughest challenges when you were uh, going up into the business? Was there anything you were you had a lot of trouble with while you were uh, getting into the business, or is there anything you kind of have trouble with now that you're in the business, or any challenges you ever faced? Well, I think that a lot of the troubles – uh, at the beginning in the business uh, are very similar. You're trying to get a lot of bookings. You're trying to meet the right people. You're trying to do the right things. Um, and you're going to make mistakes along the way. So there, there's those trials and tribulations that you got to work your way through. Um, some of the, the things that I excelled at was self-promotion. I am a shameless self-promoter. I always have been, probably always will be. Um and I, it wasn't unheard of. See, when I first started, you had to send out VHS tapes, a printed 8x10, and a uh, resume. And 
it wasn't unheard of for me to send out 10, 15, 20 of those a week to different promotions. Uh, but that's how I went on a run where I was wrestling sometimes three times a weekend, every weekend for months on end. Um, and that was kind of unheard of for a guy uh, that was not the biggest guy, not the most muscular guy, but could definitely take a crowd on a roller coaster ride um, and and make sure that they knew that they were part of an event that created memories. And that's where I excelled. So I was able to promote myself really well. And uh, I actually stepped away on my own to get married, to have our daughter. And then uh, after about five years of being away from the ring, I came back with SICW. It's been my home ever since. And, I mean, we've done everything we can do uh, aside from actually tearing the building down. So, and I think there's a lot of memories that we can create on this other side of the coin with the fans starting to get behind me and the fans starting to chant my name and really support us. There's a whole lot more that can be done in SICW and a whole lot more left to do. Well, now that you're saying all of that, I would like to uh, offer you one of the greatest opportunities. Since I am the current EWI Diamond Champion, uh, which means I am a basically a 24-hour hardcore style champion, as Icon labeled me as the human pin cushion. Uh, a couple weeks back, I went through a, I tried to go through a table that was covered in thumbtacks, and the uh, table did not break. So yeah, that was quite an interesting adventure. I I played with barbed wire, thumbtacks, all that kind of hardcore palava, as they would say. Uh, I would like to issue a challenge for you if you are interested either in coming up to the Tundra in North Dakota or if you'd like me to come down there to your company since you are one of the top baby faces. Let's get one of the top baby faces and North Dakota's number one heel together and let's put the EWI title on the line. What do you say? Hey, man, I think we can make it happen. I, I am not sure on uh, dates or, or where it can be, which place can host it. Um, I, I'm always down for a good fight, but the fact is between new breed wrestling and between SICW, uh, I think I've, I've got about all the dates that a daddy uh, of a six month old and nine year old can really handle. But like I said, I'm always up for a fight. If we can make it happen, I'm always down. All right. We'll keep in touch. And uh, we have Mr. Wild as our guest here. Now uh, we're going to ask you the tougher questions. Uh, we're on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we got about uh, 15 minutes. So now uh, with all the stuff uh, that we uh, had going on in the past, we're not going to spend too much time on it, but, uh, you know, we had COVID, and uh, it looks like we're really starting to turn the corner now. Uh, tell us how that affected you in your career uh, in your in your region. Uh, well, I mean, everything shut down as far as wrestling is concerned. So uh, everything was was at a standstill. Um, but we tried to let it affect us as little as possible. We were able to do a little bit of traveling, maybe not when we should have been. Um, but nobody was out, so we were able to social distance without a problem. Um, and and we we were trying to stay really healthy and fit at that time. We were going to the gym six or seven times a day or a uh, week. Yeah, not a day. We were going to the gym six or seven days a week, uh, 
And so we were in pretty good health and didn't have too many worries. But, uh, you know, we we do what we do with everything in life, and that's just keep moving forward and keep being as wild as we can be. Now, uh, the other uh, thing that we have, you know, uh, every wrestler's uh, goal or should should go their should their goal should be is uh to be uh to get to the big dance as they say but uh you know we we have AEW of course we no longer have Ring of Honor and we have the WWE now this is a two part question I'll put it to you cuz no independent wrestler that we've had has ever answered the question one if you get the offer let's say that uh they're at a show that you are and one of the officials says hey we're having tryouts and such such a date we want you to come down uh, one, is that something you'd want to do? And when you get that big-time contract, would you not big-time us and still talk to us? Uh, well, that was never really my interest. I mean, I know that everybody gets into the business because they usually want that, but uh, my goal was either USWA, SIRSA, like 1989, 1990, or ECW. And both, I mean, USWA was still going for a little bit, but they weren't what they used to be. Um, and then ECW had sold uh, right around the time that I got started. So that was out as well. Um, and I just never really had that goal. Uh, when me and my wife got together, uh, that, that was a thing. I, I just never uh, wanted to do 300 days a year on the road and not be able to be the father that I wanted to be and the husband that I wanted to be. Um, luckily, uh, she's my valet, so we've been able to have a whole lot of really cool experiences uh, on the indies, as they say. Uh, but, I mean, it's all professional wrestling. If you talk to any old school guy, um, there, there wasn't an independent back during the territory days. There, there was professional wrestling. And when professional wrestling came to town, professional wrestling fans came out to see it, and they enjoyed what they saw. So... With, with uh, that being said, you know you mentioned you have, um, you know you have your uh, your children. Have they uh, expressed to you about wanting to be in the business, or is that something you want to try and steer them away from? Well, I know the emotional or uh, the, the physical toll that it takes, and, and the emotional toll as well. Um, and so, my preference would be for them to not go through some of uh, those pains and heartaches and uh, physical issues that. I feel personally, and I see a lot of my colleagues feeling on a regular basis. Um, so I, I would really prefer that they steer clear and do something with their mind and not their body. I think every parent wants that for their kid. Um, but my daughter is nine, and she's making me lock up with her. She's making me do headlocks, and she's taking uh, hammer locks and pulling me into headlocks and uh arm ringers and all that good stuff. So she really enjoys it. She's been around the business pretty much her entire life, um, at least the entire life that she can remember. So uh, and, uh, I think that it, you know, she really enjoys uh, it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, do, they, uh, uh, do they love uh, watching uh, their dad in the ring? And then when they uh, go to school the next day, they say, hey, my daddy's a wrestler, and uh, – my dad could beat up your dad. Does that ever happen? Uh, well, my daughter's homeschooled, so no, that never really comes about. And 
a lot of the interaction that she gets with, with other kids or kids that know that she's homeschooled and know that I'm a pro wrestler. And uh, if it's not that, it's the kids that are Taekwondo class. Um, and so they're not really talking about pro wrestling. They're talking about Taekwondo. So it never really comes uh, up. So it, go ahead. Her teacher brings it up from time to time. Um but it's something that, that I don't want, you know, to focus on. I don't want our classmates to focus on. And I don't want uh, people to, to try to try her because I'm a wrestler. So uh, basically, if, you're, if your daughter's homeschooled, that means uh, soon she'll be a graduate of uh, UPS? Well, soon she'll be a graduate of Wild University. Uh, but That's awesome. She's, <laughs> she's going to be completing fourth grade a little bit early, heading into fifth grade, um, and and that's been another another way that we've devised our life uh, to to work around creating some memories and having uh, a good time now because that whole deferred lifestyle, like working one job until you're seventy years old and then retiring, and then you can go on some vacations, and then you can enjoy your life. It doesn't really work for us, so we're just living now while we can, and we've uh, devised our life, cultivated our life to allow for that. Uh, Curtis Wall is our guest here. we got about uh, seven minutes with uh, Curtis here. So take us through uh, what uh, – if you know uh, when it is, where it is, and who might be against, when is your your next big match? Well, I know that we've got uh, a match coming up on April 9th. Really not sure who uh, that's going to be against. I do know that my intentions are to get my hands on Travis Cook and get another level of revenge uh, for him putting his hands on Wildfire. April 10th, we're going to have TV tapings. We usually do four TV tapings in a day, and that's going to run throughout the month. Uh, April 23rd, I'm going to be back in Eldon, Missouri. No, I'm going to be in Fulton, Missouri uh, for the New Breed Heavyweight Championship, and I'm planning on bringing that back to the wild side. I saved him the last time we were in New Breed, but... Uh, nothing neater. Derek Teeter better shine that belt up real nice because it's coming home to the wild side. Uh, and then on May 7th, myself and uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling alum uh, and legend in his own right, Flash Flanagan, is going to be my tag team partner. We're going to be going one or, uh, two on two against uh, my former friend, my former man wall, the monster Kowalski. Six foot four, four hundred and fifty nine pounds, uh, and his tag team partner is going to be none other than the international bounty hunter Attila Khan, managed by Travis Cook. And Attila Khan was the guy who took Gary Lawler to his limit a few weeks ago in uh, Tennessee. He, he's trained by Harley Race. He's been around the block. Everybody knows who Attila Khan is. Um, and he is going to be on the other side of that ring against me and Flash Flanagan, tagging with Kowalski. Uh, so it's going to be Kowalski, the international bounty hunter at Telecon, against myself and Flash Flanagan. And all I know is that I want to get my hands on Travis Cook. So that's my entire goal. 
Now, uh, now here's the good news. Uh, any wrestler that we've had on our show that's went for a title after they've been on, uh, whether it be uh, a couple of days or a couple of weeks, uh, they've always won the title. We are undefeated. We have never lost. So you have to keep our streak alive. We uh, at one point we were uh, we've been doing this for six years. Our anniversary is next week. We're actually last time I counted, we were like uh, one thousand two hundred and zero. So you need to keep that streak alive, and you need to go get that title. Don't break our streak now. Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. I mean, I, I went from we're, being the guy who who was the champ, champ, champ. I was the SICW champion, the New Breed Wrestling champion, and the MMWA heavyweight champion all at the same time. And uh, I'm just looking to get my gold back. Well, you know, and we know that you're going to do that. And uh, what I want you to do is when you win that title, I want you to send me a picture of you holding up the belt, and then we'll add that to our web page, and we'll – We'll, we'll get that done for you. Now, speaking of that, uh, real quick here, if our fans want to check you out and see it, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok, what do you got? Yeah, they can check me out on Facebook. Uh, I used to direct people to my website, but I don't keep up on that very much. I, I'm more active on the Facebook page. That's where my calendar is. That's where a lot of the videos and pictures I share go. Uh, and they can check that out at facebook.com backslash Wild Online, W-Y-L-D-E, online. And uh, they, they I don't can know if also you had a chance check to... out SICW at SICW.org, and they can check out New Breed Wrestling. They'll have to search that on uh, Facebook. But those are the places I'm at. Uh, I've uh, honed my schedule to the places that work for my schedule and, and don't step all over each other as far as booking on the same dates and things like that. So it works out. Those are the two places you can find me. Those are the two places you can get wild. And I don't know if you had a, had a chance to, but, uh, you know, uh, we always have a, we have a big uh, giveaway coming up. Uh, would you be willing to send a few autographs for giveaways, uh, both you and your valet? Yeah, I think we can do that. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Curtis, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, and we are definitely going to have you on again uh, because uh, there's more that we want to ask you. It's just that uh, our uh, our show is kind of moving on today because, uh, you know, it's uh, it's Monday, so <laughs> and we're, we're at WrestleMania weekend, so we got a lot of WrestleMania talk left. So we do appreciate you being with us tonight. You are awesome. And uh, go oh, get that title and win favorite, it for us. You didn't even ask my favorite WrestleMania match. Okay, what is your favorite WrestleMania match? And you can't say it, me versus you because that would be too easy. Will Smith versus Kid Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock. Uh, Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. <laughs> yeah, I do that spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, Chris yeah. Rock. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that a little later, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely uh, a, a work punch. That was definitely not. That was definitely all stage, and I'll talk about that later. But I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. You are awesome. All right. Have a great night, guys. And all right, Curtis. Wa- Curtis Wild, ladies and gentlemen. What what a great guy. Um, and uh, of course, I I was having trouble as you guys noticed uh, saying your nickname. It looks like our next guest is waiting in the wings. And uh, this is definitely going to get our uh, boards lit up, but uh, we're going to take a quick little commercial break, and uh, we will come back with uh, 
uh, our next guest. So uh, give us about 30 seconds, and we will be back after these messages. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM is funded through donations by our listeners and sponsorships from area businesses. If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. And we do want to thank everybody for uh, listening to us on 89.1 Ken's FM. And uh, we do have uh, 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 an interesting guest coming right now. She's uh, joining the 10-Timers Club. This is the 10th time she's been on. She's bringing all her fans to us here on 89.1 Ken's FM. She is the lovely. She is the vivacious. She is my guardian angel. I give you, without further ado, she is Deb Gardner. Hey, everyone. This is Deb Gardner, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live Monday on 89.1 Kent FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holster. Hey, Deb, how are you? Welcome back to the show. This is your 10th time here. Hard to believe, icon, but I've loved every time I've been on your show. And thank you for having me back again. No problem. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about. We have Deb Gardner as our guest here, live on eighty nine point one Kens FM, and we have a uh, we have thirty minutes here with Deb. And uh, before we continue, uh, we do have a contest going on right now. Uh, so if you go to our Attitude Era Live page on Facebook, like that, go to eighty nine point one Kens FM page, like that, uh, and do a. Uh, $10 donation to help power the tower to Ken's FM will get you automatically qualified for a giveaway from a current guest, a past guest, or a future guest. And speaking of giveaways, we're going uh, we're gonna to have uh, – we're going to get to that in a little while. But, Deb, we're going to ask you a few questions first, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the goodies that uh, you, you brought for our fans, okay? Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. First off, uh, one thing I do want to talk about is um, – I think that you have broken the Guinness Book of World's Record for Facebook jail. Would you say that's pretty accurate? <laughs> I would say that's probably very accurate. Facebook hates me. I can't tell you how many times they have deactivated my account. Now they don't just put me in jail. They just restrict me for no reason. And it's just ridiculous, which is why we've had to go to some other platforms, because Facebook has, has not been very nice to me, as you know, my friend. Right, and we're going to talk about all those platforms too here at the end where they can uh, find you. But now, are you you're still on uh, Facebook though? Correct? Uh, is that right? Yes, I am. I'm on Facebook. I have my group Deb and Friends, and then I have our backup group Deb Den of Delight. So those are the two groups that I have currently, and of course my my um, I have a couple um, accounts. I have to do that because one of my accounts is always in Facebook jail, so I have a few, but those keep getting deactivated too. And and it's not just me, Icon. They're doing it to, like, all the girls in my group now. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's like they're trying to censor everything we do and say. And last time I looked, America was a free country, but 
you know, on social media, it's like they, they have your hands tied. They try to put a tape over your mouth, and, and there's no freedom of expression or speech anymore. And it's really sad. Yeah, it is. And uh, I've uh, I've had a couple rounds of Facebook jail. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny, uh, since Facebook jail is becoming a, uh, a thing now, um, there's actually a uh, Matthias and uh, – uh, Granny, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but there's actually a, a website where they make are making patches that say uh, "member of Facebook jail." Were you guys aware of this? Nope, not at all. I wasn't. Now, now Matthias, you've never been in Facebook jail, have you? Uh, not that I can recall. I never really posted something that was like, ah, <laughs> oh, nope, you you can't can't do that. I I've, I've been pretty. Uh, I haven't said anything too vulgar or posted anything too vulgar on my profile that is. Uh, cured me and put me in in handcuffs and in jail and uh granny you've never been in a facebook jail but i know that you would like sylvester j fox to be put there well (laughs) sylvester j fox i mean you know it is what it is but no i've never been in facebook jail either i know a lot of people that have haven't been in facebook jail but uh, i haven't been so now i'm a troublemaker (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I think what it is, I, I think what it is, uh, Deb, is not the fact that uh, that uh, you're a troublemaker. I think what it is is once you've been put on the radar, uh, you know, kind of like uh, kind of like a storm front, uh, you know, or a um, you know, I'm just waiting for them to uh, name like uh, a hurricane after you, like Hurricane Deborah or uh, Tropical Storm Deborah or something like that. Uh, and then uh, follow right, uh, follow behind by Facebook jail. <laughs> that would be kind of interesting, it's wouldn't it? it and I, you're right, and I think you're absolutely right. Once you're on their radar, even though you make different accounts, it, it's like they have they recognize your face. So I even try posting pictures without my face, and they still get me. So I just and I think I have a lot of people that report me. I have, as you know, I have a lot of haters, and which is really sad because. My whole mission is to lift up women and to encourage women and to give them a safe place to post. And no matter how much good you try to do, there's always going to be those keyboard keyboard warriors and those haters. And it's just sad to see that we live in such a divisive world filled with hate when all I'm trying to do is promote love and acceptance. It's pretty sad. And uh, – for those of you who have never uh, seen Deb Gardner, actually we have a couple people. Uh, we have uh, Andy M saying hello, uh, Deb, to you, and we have a oh, few. Hi. Uh, we have, uh, and we have, um, uh, we had Adam Twelve saying hello, and uh, a few hi, others. Um, and uh, hi, looks Jeff. like, uh, yeah, you guys are you're pretty popular, and uh, with the. Uh, now, do you remember the first time that you were ever put on Facebook jail? Uh, I believe we were talking about this. Uh, you uh, you got put in Facebook jail, and they deactivated your account. You had all your family pictures gone, all that stuff that you can never get back, right? Exactly. I'd had the account for 11 years, and it's when I first started my groups and I first started posting. And, uh, and they then all of a sudden somebody reported that I was a fake, and they just deactivated me, and they didn't even give me a chance to prove that I was real. And I had 11 years' worth of family pictures, grandkids, everything. I was so upset. And at that time, I really didn't know too much about Facebook jail. And so what I did is I went to Instagram, 
And then somebody said, oh, you can come back to Facebook. So that's, but I was off for about six months before I came back the first time. But now what I do is I don't um, put photos on there that if they deactivate the account that I could lose. I don't put any family pictures on there anymore because, you know, some of those I didn't have any copies of. And for 11 years I had that account. And so how could I be fake? And, and any of you that are on Facebook know that you can't argue with them. There, there's no number to call, and, you know, they say, um, you know, you can this, – this is funny. You'll get a kick out of this. So they said, you, you've been in Facebook jail so many times. We're going to give you this, this new oversight board, and you can go to them. So I wrote up this whole thing, and within two minutes it said, sorry, you haven't been selected to be um, – for us to look at your case. I'm like, Really? So this is just like all BS. They, they, and well, you know, I have guys in my group getting um, Facebook jail for saying nice booties and for giving compliments. <laughs> and that, according to Facebook, is inciting riots and it's violence and harassment. It's just gotten totally insane, Icon, which is why I'm having to go to these other platforms because I, I, we really can't. It's so different than when I started posting like eight or nine years ago. It's totally changed. But yet some groups get away with posting nudity and, um, you know, really threatening people. And I've tried to say something to Facebook, and they said, oh, that doesn't violate the standards. But my pictures apparently violate every standard they have, which is ridiculous. It's just gotten insane. Uh, before we uh, have before we have uh, Granny come on and uh, answer, uh, ask some questions, uh, we got to take a quick little legal timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ FM, Holly Fargo Moorhead, independent public radio for Fargo Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. Okay, uh, now uh, Deb, I know that you know Granny. Uh, she is uh, she is our basically our our resident uh, Granny here. Uh, she makes great cookies, and if she likes you, she'll make you cookies. And if she doesn't like you, she'll hit you with a hurricane. Uh, Granny, what do you got <laughs> for our guest, Deb Gardner? Go ahead. Well, Deb, it's wonderful to have you back on the show again. It's been a while since we've uh, since we've spoke, but I hope Thank you're you. doing well. And, I am. Um, so kind of just uh, share with the listeners what's kind of been going on. What have you been up to lately since you were on our show the last time? Well, since I was on the show the last time, I have moved to Puerto Vallarta. I am retired. Oh, wow. And I live there. I love it. I live there full time. I absolutely love it. I've made some amazing friends there. Um, I have some best friends that are just like um, my Ellie and John and Omar. They are my amazing, amazing friends there. And they just we go to the beach every week, and I'm just trying to now enjoy my life. And I'm really, really enjoying being in Puerto Vallarta and enjoying my retirement. Awesome. That's amazing. Thank you. And uh, uh, Deb Gardner is our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. Um, before we uh, talk about uh, the uh, the big thing that you brought for our fans, uh, Matthias, uh, he he's a great guy too. He's a he's a little bit of a heel, Deb, but uh, uh, he's a fan of yours too. What do you have for our guest there, Matthias? Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. It'll be the first time I've ever uh, been talking to you. So, uh, I, I guess one of my questions I would think about is. Um, 
What's one of your uh, favorite things you've ever got to do in your career, whether it be like a shoot you got to do, or it was like, what was one of the most interesting parts uh, of your career that you, like one, one interesting event you got to do uh, while you were uh, growing up or part of your photo shoots or whatever? I'd say one of my most fun shoots was actually done by my friend Omar, who lives in Puerto Vallarta, and he's a, um, he's a photographer, but he also does hair and makeup. And so we did this really, really fun shoot um, in, his, in his home. He's actually opening up a business there in Puerto Vallarta, and we're gonna, it's going to have like a, a studio to teach people how to take pictures. And, and actually when I get back to Puerto Vallarta, I'm doing a really fun shoot, which I'm really looking forward to. There's some um, hot guys in Puerto Vallarta, and we're going to do a fun shoot with a couple of them, and I'll be posting it in my group. So I think it's like meeting all these cool people, getting to do, like, you know, different wigs and getting to just do, do – I just love that. That was probably my favorite. Okay. Uh, speaking of photo shoots, uh, you've uh, also been a uh, cover girl uh, for one of our uh, our favorite magazines, Bad Diesel Magazine. And uh, was that you? You recently did Marilyn Monroe from them, did you not? Yes, I did, and Omar did the pictures for that. Uh, yes, I did an Om- uh, Marilyn Monroe shoot for him. I love Diesel. Um, almost all the girls in my group have been in his magazine. We try to feature and give all the girls a chance to, um, you know, to get exposure, to gain their followers, and just to give them self-confidence. So I thank you, Diesel, for allowing us to do that. He's an amazing man, and I encourage you all to go out there and buy his magazine with all of our beautiful girls in it. And he also uh, he also uh, sponsors uh, Attitude Air Live and. Uh, uh, speaking of sponsors, uh, one thing that we're 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 going to talk about, and I know that uh, our fans are itching for the giveaway, but we're well, we we want to we want to keep uh, keep on the hook just a little longer. But uh, now we have a plan on. Uh, uh, I I know that part of our art is nice, and uh, we know that. And uh, as long as uh, we don't do it during the winter, uh, we have plans on getting you here. Uh, to do a Deb Gardner meet and greet, correct? That is correct, Icon. I'm looking forward and, to it. And uh, and uh, we're going to try and line it up with uh, one of the uh, one of the wrestling promotions here, uh, and uh, maybe we can get you to be like a celebrity ring girl, and uh, fans can meet you. Matthias is valet. Hey, would you be willing to be a valet for one night? Of course, I would. Now, do you have uh, do you have like a great uh, wrestling type outfit, or uh, I, I I know that you like to work out a lot. Maybe you can bring one of your workout outfits. I can definitely do that, and you're right. Yes, I've really been um, really working on you know doing Pilates, walking, getting in shape, um, you know, eating healthy. So I would love to uh, be there and show off one of my outfits for you guys. Uh, as a matter of fact, you do like you like like walk like five miles a day or something, isn't it? Isn't that right? Um, we're actually to eight point five kilometers. We walk, and uh, and then we also do um, Pilates three times a week, and then we're also starting. Um, I have a friend that's going to help me start with weight training. So that's that's when I get back to Puerto Vallarta. I'm going to start that because you know. It's and never for those of you, to get in shape. Go ahead, sir. Uh, for those of you, it helps. 
Uh, for those of you who have never seen what De- uh, Deb Gardner looks like, she's like a younger version of um, Rena Merrill, <coughs> Sable. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're a splitting, uh, splitting image of each other. And uh, so it, picture, picture Sable and uh, being a friend of the icon. So there you go. You, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> so now you, uh, you, know, you mentioned how long have you been in Puerto Vallarta? I moved to Puerto Vallarta in December of 2020. So I've been there about um, 14, 15 months. And, it, you know, and, and I finally feel like it's home, and I finally feel settled there. And uh, now, uh, unfortunately, you know, I know that you, uh, you, you're the only person I know that had a, uh, that had a tortoise and a, um, a uh, I believe you had a, uh, a parrot, I think. Uh, were you able to bring all your, uh, your animals with you on the road? Unfortunately, um, Terrence, the horny tortoise, I had to go to a friend because we couldn't bring him um, to where we moved to. But we have Ruby. I still have Ruby here. Uh, we had to get rid of the chickens. We had to get rid of um, a couple of the birds because, uh, you know, we had like a, a zoo there. And all we have left now is um, one dog and then um, my parrot, Ruby. And that's all we have left. And... Uh... Being uh, being in uh, Puerto Vallarta, uh, you basically uh, you just basically uh, wake up in the morning, you put on a bikini, and then you go lay out in the sun all day long, right? Uh, except when you're doing Pilates and walking up to million that miles. Is true. Yeah, every Thursday, Thursday and Sunday are beach days, and uh, and then we uh, I get up every morning with my friend and we walk, and uh, and then we just kind of hang out, we eat, we go out to dinner, we just um, we like to go to the beach a lot. We, there's just, it's so nice, but we were just laughing the other day that I'm more busy now that I'm retired than when I was working. And I don't know how that's possible, but I'm just super busy, and I love it. I'm well, you know, if you, well, you know, the thing is, uh, and uh, I know my father can attest to this, once you retire, you find out you have no time to do anything. Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you plan on, if you like go to the hospital to get a good night's rest, that ain't going to happen. They wake you up to give you a sleeping pill. I know they do that. Uh, <laughs> yes, they do. So, uh, so the, the the plan is, um, uh, uh, Matthias, you would know this. Uh, the uh, the wrestling promotion that you've uh, do they they got some? Uh, do you know what their schedules are in August coming up? Um, as a matter of fact, I do not know. The next shows I know are going to be in April and May, respectively, but I'm not sure about the August shows. I think BZW will be hosting one in August, and if I am correct, that'll be when I am going for a title belt at that show. Um, I will not give out any details. I will not give out any further details or anything else, but I know that's going to be a big show that I plan to be a part of. So, yeah, I think it's going to be in July or August will be the next big, big show. But we have Wrestleversary coming up uh, April 15th, I believe it is, for BZW, the only one I know of for now. And uh, uh, the plan is, Deb, when you're here, uh, we plan on doing a uh, meet and greet the night before, and then uh, we'll, get you into the, we'll get you the wrestling match. And uh, uh, I plan on doing some giveaways there. Um, I plan on getting a uh, ringside table. And uh, um, you know you'll um, 
we'll have you uh, do the valet thing, and then um, we'll have you come uh, sit at, sit at the ringside table, and uh, we'll have a, uh, our fans will have a chance to uh, um, sit at the ringside table with Deb Gardner. How how would that sound? That sounds amazing. I would love that. Thank you, Icon. Now uh, let's. Uh, I, I, our, our fans are, have been waiting for this for a long time, and uh, uh, before we before we talk about this, uh, so our fans can uh, check you out. You got a. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. I know. Do you have a Facebook? Do you have Instagram? A YouTube? A Twitter? A Twitch? A TikTok? What do you got? I have a MeWe. I have Discord. I have Instagram, and I have Facebook. All right. Uh, you haven't got into the, t- uh, the TikTok realm yet. No. Well, you know what? I have, but I haven't done too much. My daughter posted a fun video of us, which was kind of funny. I, I accidentally um, locked myself. I buckled myself in her, um, in her truck, and I couldn't get out. And that got 250,000 views and likes, which it's just me laughing because I was doing something stupid. So my daughter's more on TikTok, but I'm on hers. And that's but I haven't really done too much um, on that. But that may be the next thing I go to. Seems like well, fun. here's what I was thinking. Uh, if, if you if you got locked in the truck, here's what I was thinking. Uh, come down <laughs> with that truck, and then I'll drive, and then we'll. Lo- no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Uh, now, uh, now you've been on uh, you've been on uh, Bad Diesel. Uh, how many times you've been in the magazine there? Quite a few. I've lost track. I've been quite a few. I've known Diesel for many years now. And uh, I don't know. I'm ha- you'd have to ask him. I don't remember, to be honest. I uh, should keep track of that. Well, there was uh, in your photo shoot. There was a there was an outfit that you wore. Uh, it was a uh, 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 a nice black bottom and uh, a nice white top. And uh, rumor is, uh, I'm going to try and uh, uh, talk you into. Uh, giving that outfit away to one of our fans, would you be willing to do that? I would love to do that. It is my black Victoria's Secret thong and a short little crop top that's white. And I will even sign them for your lucky listener. All right. And then, uh, so, uh, and I know, uh, fans, just so you don't get excited, uh, she's going to send the items to me and I will send them to all the, I will send them to the winner, uh, because uh, I know Deb, you don't want your address out there. Uh, I know that uh, you were hesitant to give me your address and your phone number, but uh, we're still friends, right? Yes, I'll always be friends, Scott. You know that. <laughs> as long as I don't keep calling you at two in the morning, which I uh, I'm guilty of doing a lot <laughs> of times because time zones are not my strong suit. Uh, so here's yeah. what we're going to do. To uh, we have uh, the enters on Discord, and every one of those has a number. And uh, mm-hmm. here's what we're going to do. We're also going to open it up to our listeners right now. If you send an entry to AttitudeAirLive at Outlook.com uh, and uh, in the subject line type, uh, type in, please enter me, and then uh, put your name and your address uh, uh, in, the, uh, in the email, because uh, if you're selected a winner – uh, that will uh, uh, will get that sent out to you. Uh, now, because uh, Deb is in Puerto Vallarta, uh, mail is a little slow there, so she's gonna it's gonna take a little bit for it to get to me. But the lucky winner uh, will uh, get a chance to um, uh, we'll get that uh, those two items autographed by Deb, 
And uh, here's the other good thing. Um, uh, we're going to open it up starting from the entries will start from the end of the show to the beginning of next week's show. And at the, uh, at, during next week's show, at some point, we will, uh, I will announce uh, the winner. Uh, also, um, if you want to put um, uh, not only your address, uh, what I'll do so um, the winner knows it's them, uh, I will give the last two numbers of their house number um, and the first two digits of their phone number. That will be your entry number, and uh, you'll know that you won, and then I will send you an email at the end of next week's show, uh, and I'll let you know uh, once uh, Deb sends the items to me, I will send them to uh, Lucky Winner. Now, it doesn't have to be um, – we don't discriminate here. Gals can also enter this too, right, Deb? You'd be – uh, no matter if it's male or female, they can, uh, you know, if if a gal wants to dress up like Deb Gardner, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I would really, that would really thrill me if a woman wanted more. I would love that. Awesome. Uh, Deb Gardner's our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. We got uh, about uh, five minutes here left with uh, our 10, uh, you're actually the first 10 timer uh, guest that we've had on our show, Deb. Wow, I feel special. Thank you, Icon. I didn't know that. And and uh, for those uh, that uh, people think that uh, I was just kidding when I said that uh, Deb and I are good friends, you and I have been friends for, what, six, seven years now, something like that? Yeah, since it's, it's maybe eight years. It's been a long time we've been friends. Right, and... Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, when, I, uh, when you had your first... Uh, uh, when you uh, had your uh, posted, uh, uh, I think it was uh, your third stint at Facebook jail or something, I think. <laughs> when we, um, that was at the beginning of my jail career. <laughs> right, exactly. Now, um, with, with all with all this, uh, with all this, uh, you know, with all the Facebook jails and stuff that you've been visiting, uh, and uh, I believe you're also going to be um, – uh, going on a Greg Gilbert's show as well, are you not? Yes, I am. I'm really excited about that. Very excited. And uh, um, he may he uh, one thing you got to do to uh, one thing you got to do for me. You got to ask him about Skittles. Skittles. Skittles, yeah. Like the Skittles, like the candy. Yeah, but uh, just, like I say, just ask him about Skittles, and he'll get a kick out of that. And then he'll. Uh, and he'll talk a little bit about Skittles with you. That's that's awesome. Uh, Deb Gardner's our guest here. We got about uh, three minutes here. So, uh, what uh, if our uh, if any of our fans wanted to uh, join you on like uh, Discord? What do they have to do? What is the name of the um, Discord uh, group? The name of the Discord group is called Deb and Friends. It's the same as my Facebook group. So maybe um, Scott, if you could post a link to the Facebook group. And that way, all of the links for the MeWe and um, the Instagram, and I'm Deb Gardner 789 on Instagram, and I would love uh, for your fans to join me there. I'm going to be, um, I know one of the things the fans love is when I do live videos, so I plan on doing some live videos here very soon on um, Instagram and on Facebook, um, and we would love to see you on Discord too. So it's Deb and Friends on Facebook, um, Deb and Friends on Discord, and it's called Bianca's Babes on uh, on MeWe because you know that's my alter ego is Bianca, 
And then Instagram is devgardner789. And I'm sure, I can. you could post those links for me maybe after the show. I would really appreciate it. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, send me uh, all those links on Messenger, and then I will post them all, and then we'll get it uh, taken care of. Uh, so uh, uh, we we got a few, just a few more minutes here. Uh, for uh, for your fans listening, uh, what – uh, send, send a message to all your fans listening right now on uh, you know what you uh, you know how much you appreciate them and uh, what they can expect uh, from Deb in the future. Uh, guys and gals uh, that are in the group, you know that you are my family. You know that I love and appreciate you all so very much. And I know some of you have been with me for ten years, and I'm just so grateful for all the amazing relationships I've made there. We have seriously the best group of people, men and women, in our group than I've ever, ever known. And they are just amazing people, and I'm really excited to continue this journey with all of you. And I plan on doing some more fun things. We've got the meet and greet coming up. I've got some fun photo shoots coming up, and I want to do some more interactive things in the group. Um, Just because I'm retired doesn't mean I'm retired from running groups. I just couldn't do that. I miss you all so much because, you know, as you know, my family, my um, biological family wasn't the greatest. And, and my family here on Facebook and on Instagram, you guys have just welcomed me. And I just, I love you all so very much. And you know that we're all family. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support from me and the other ladies. Thank you for always being encouraging, and I, I love you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, Deb, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out, uh, out there now. I am uh, now officially up for adoption. So if you uh, if you <laughs> want to bring me out to Mexico, I'm coming. There you go. You can come anytime, my friend. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, Matthias, real quick here, we got uh, we got about uh, 30 seconds. Uh, Matthias, Deb Gardner is a big Vikings fan as well. Oh, yes. perfect. All right. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> and uh, uh, she does not, like most of us, she does not like the uh, Cowboys like uh, Big Swing does. You did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about you, Cowboys? Yeah! <laughs> Thanks, Big Swing. All right, Deb, well, I'll tell you what, we appreciate it. You're awesome, and uh, we will definitely have you on for 11th time. And uh, when you get those uh, items sent out, uh, we'll give them away to the winner, and we'll announce that next week. Thank you, Deb, for all you do. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being uh, my guardian angel, and I love you. Thank you, Arkine. I love you too, sweetie. Take care. Mm-hmm. All right, Deb Gardner, ladies and gentlemen, that was awesome. All right, our uh, next guest is waiting in the wings. Uh, we're going to take a quick little time out here, and uh, we'll be back with our legend in 30 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, the new clocks are here. The new clocks are here. Yes, for a limited time, you can get your very own 89.1 Ken's FM clock. For a $25 donation, you can get a classic analog round-faced clock with the 89.1 Ken's FM logo on the front. Just go to our website, www.kensfm.com, and under the More Merch tab, you will find the clocks along with numerous other new merch you can order. 
Get yours now while supplies last. We have these in limited quantity. So order now at www.kensfm.com. And we uh, do uh, want you to sponsor our show. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that before we sign off tonight. But waiting in the wings right now, he is the living legend. He is the reason why wrestling is as popular as it is today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man himself. He is our buddy, Davey O'Hannon. Hey there. This is Irish Davey O'Hannon. You guys are listening to the Attitude Era Monday, live Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM. And with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. What a thrill this is. Hey, Davey, how are you, sir? Good to have you. Should we, can we refer to you as, should we refer to you as Davey, Mr. O'Hannon? How should we address you, sir? Mr. O'Hannon was my father. I'm just plain old Davey. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we have uh, Davey as our guest here. We've got about 40 minutes here with uh, the man. Uh, for those of you who uh, don't know, we'll give you a little background about uh, Davey. He was the uh, former Texas Brass Knuckles champion, uh, NWA Western States Tag Team title holder uh, with uh, Dennis Stamp. And uh, he's also known as a journeyman brawler with a Ph.D. in wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Davey, if you want to give us some more background, then we're going to... Uh, ask you some questions. We'll do a roundtable, and I'll ask you the tougher questions. Yeah, I listen. Uh, you know, my passion uh, for my whole life, I think, was uh, was wrestling. Uh, I was a, a very young fan when I was first exposed to it, or I was very young when I was first exposed to it, and I became a fan. Uh, and uh, you know, the the expression is, uh, "Dreams do come true." Uh, for me, it's all I ever wanted to do was uh, be a professional wrestler. And, uh, you know, when I when I get a little moody sometimes, my wife says, well, what do you have to complain about? Look what you got to do. You know, a lot of people don't get to live their dream, and uh, I was lucky enough to do that. And, uh, yeah, you've, uh, you've, uh, you've seen and done it all um, uh, in the business. Uh, what would you say... Uh, would be uh, one of your most favorite uh, events that you uh, that you were part of in your career. Well, you know what? It, it just it, it just being in the business for me was was very satisfying. I was I was lucky enough to be able to be active in the business when some of the people that I used to watch as a kid uh, were still working. So, so I, I actually got to uh, be friends and to be a peer of uh, guys that were my idols, uh, you know, like Bruno Sammartino and, and uh, uh, Dominic Danucci, Vern Gagne. Uh, you know, these, these guys were, uh, were only for me. Uh, they, were, they were on television and, oh, God, Bruno Sammartino. I lived and died with them. Every time I saw him, and uh, you know, rest his soul, we we became very close personal friends, uh, and spent many many hours together. Uh, you know, like a lot of the guys, like a lot of the guys, it was uh, it was a treat. You know, any any one particular uh, event. Uh, I mean, you know, working in Madison Square Garden for the first time was a, a thrill, and you know, that's a thrill for anybody. Uh, Madison Square Garden in New York City is a really special place. Uh, 
and and you know I got to work in almost every big arena uh, in the United States and and out of the country too. I worked overseas, uh, you know. So so I got to uh, I got to experience uh, what what was my dream uh, as a kid, and uh, and I grew up and uh, and here I was in the business, uh, you know, working with these people. And. Uh... I believe, uh, you know, you, you had mentioned about uh, uh, doing research. Uh, I do believe your first match, uh, you were victorious over uh, Stephen King, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Oh, no. Steve, Steve King, uh, that was much later. My first ever uh, match was actually in Missouri in 1972. Uh, when I first came to the New York Territory, uh, it was probably... Uh, a win over Steve King, uh, but my very first professional match uh, was actually in Sedalia, Missouri. Uh, I was going to school in Missouri, and uh, uh, I would watch and watch and watch. And, and one time, uh, my friend and I uh, went to the matches and uh, uh, introduced ourselves to the promoter, uh, and uh, he booked me. He, I, I kind of, I kind of fibbed to him and told him I was already in the business in New York. And he went, oh, I knew what names to mention, although I, it was a lie. I didn't know any of these people. And and sure enough, he booked me in Sedalia, Missouri at the fairgrounds uh, for my very first match. It was against uh, a fellow named Joe Scarpello. Uh, Joe Scarpello, uh, it, it turns out, was a, an AAU, an NCAA champ. Uh, the guy was a fantastic, fantastic amateur. Uh, he was a shooter. You know, he could tie in knots if he wanted to. He wasn't a really big guy. Uh, you know, I was pretty good, uh, pretty big. I was about 265 at the time. Uh, I had just gotten done playing football, so I was in good shape. And uh, Joe Scarpello at uh, probably 5'9", uh, 215 or 20 pounds, uh, gave me the wrestling lesson of my life. Uh, he turned me every which way but loose. Uh, but he was a nice man. He didn't hurt me. He let me know that he could have hurt me. Yeah, he let me know. <laughs> and, and you know, back then, uh, you didn't get smart to the business right away. Uh, the old-timers, uh, it was kind of a closed shop. The old-timers, uh, uh, you had to prove uh, that you wanted to be there. You had to prove that you had respect. Uh, and, and you had to prove that you knew how to wrestle. Uh, you know, there's a, you know, by now... Uh, you guys, I'm sure, and, and people listening know, uh, you know, the, some of the terminology that we used to protect uh, and wouldn't talk about in front of other people. Uh, I didn't know how to work in the ring. I knew how to wrestle, uh, but that's not what we were doing. We were working. But when you first started, uh, they didn't give you a break and work with you. Uh, you know, my first three matches, uh, Joe Scarpello, uh, a great shooter. My second ever match was with Luthez. I'm going to tell you something. You, you want to? You, if you thought you learned from Joe Scarpello, uh, two days later, uh, Luthez was lighting me up. And after that, my third match was with Danny Hodge. Danny Hodge oh, was, man. was the, he was the greatest amateur that ever lived. This guy was this guy <laughs> and, uh, was un unbelievable. Never in in college, Danny Hodge was never scored upon or taken down. I mean, 
you know, and, uh, if, if you ever he, wrestled, we, we know that he had the cheat to beat you. Oh my God, it was unreal. <laughs> it was unreal. But you know, I I I had a decent attitude. I wanted to do it so badly uh, that they they took good care of me. You know, they, they they roughed you up. You know, after my first match, I said to myself, well, maybe I don't want to really do this uh, anymore. Uh, but, you know, I stuck to it, and, and I got really lucky, and, uh, you know, I got to travel all over the world and uh, all over our country, of course, uh, and and met all kinds of different people uh, that I would have never had the opportunity to be around. You know, so so I have a broken-up body right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, other than other than that, Mrs. Uh, Lincoln, how did you enjoy the play, you know? Right. Uh, uh, Davey O'Hanna is our guest here. We've got about uh, 32 minutes. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to uh, our, our, um, our resident grandma here. Uh, it's Granny Hulkster. Uh, uh, she's going to ask you a few questions, and then okay. uh, we'll, uh, we'll go to our next house. Uh, go ahead, Granny. What do you got for our guest? Uh, he is the man, Danny O'Hanna. Davey O'Hanna, sorry. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure and honor to have you on. And, you know, you mentioned Danny Hodge. You know, my husband and I actually had the opportunity to get to meet Danny Hodge one time at an independent show over wow. in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Really what a wonderful guy. Yeah, he was. He was absolutely amazing. And they said he could crush an apple in his hand, and I don't know how he could do that, but... I tell you, shaking his hand, I could understand why he could. <laughs> I mean, he well, had a I, grip like you you wouldn't believe. I can, I can actually tell you why. Uh, and, and if you thought the apple was good, I'll tell you what else he could do. He could take a pair of pliers and squeeze them until the handle broke. That's how strong wow. he was. And, wow. and he was like that because he was born with a double set of tendons uh, threw his hand into his fingers. That's, that's wow. what it was. And, uh, yeah, and, and you know what? As, as strong and impressive as he was, uh, that's what a wonderful, absolutely great person he was, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, what was one of your most... I'm going to say interesting matches you had in your career, and what kind of match was it, and who was your opponent? Oh, the most interesting one. Well, I'll preface that by saying, you know, I have I have three kids. I have two sons and a daughter. Daughter's the oldest, and uh, my daughter came home from school one day, and and you know I I don't remember how old she was. She's pretty young, uh, but but she was old enough to understand when she was embarrassed about something. <laughs> and she came home and said, you'll never believe what happened today. I said, well, what happened today? She said, the teacher looked at me and said, wait a minute, your father isn't the wrestler Davy, is it? And she went, yeah, that's him. You know, <laughs> when you're a wrestling family, after that kind of wears off after a while. Like in about five minutes, they're tired of wrestling stuff. And she said, the teacher spent most of the day talking about when he saw you wrestle the bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so in answer to your question there, Granny, 
the most interesting match, I guess, was uh, the first time I ever wrestled uh, Victor the Wrestling Bear. Uh, oh, wow. I say I, I say I wrestled him. Uh, the truth is I did whatever Victor felt like doing because he was so big. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't much I could do. So, so yeah. interesting. Yeah, interesting was uh, was certainly wrestling the bear, which I did. Uh, I think three more times after that. Uh, wow. So, so that was interesting. You know, uh, uh, for for a young guy, and I was brand new uh, when that happened. I was brand new in the business, <laughs> and uh, you know, for a guy that read about things like that, and uh, they sent me to a town and uh, uh, told me. Uh, uh, you know, you'll you'll see who you're working with when you get there, and and after about an hour, I figured it out. I said, "Well, holy crap, <laughs> you're, I'm going to wrestle the bear." And they said, "Yep." I said, "What do you do?" And he said, "Be really careful. You know, to try not to stick any of your fingers into that muzzle because uh, he does still have some teeth left." Oh, great, great. So yeah, that, as far as interesting goes, uh, you know, that was interesting. That was uh, that was kind of different. For sure. Yeah, back in the day, I guess they probably would have called that a rib. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, I, I think I said to somebody, "Are you kidding me? What are you doing here? I'm wrestling a bear." I mean, and when this thing stood up on his hind legs, uh, you know, he was uh, almost seven feet tall. It was, you know, it was a eleven hundred pound Kodiak bear. So when, before <laughs> so, you wrestle this guy, they say. Uh, well, uh, you're gonna, we're going to have you wrestle a bear, but don't worry, he's a, he's a cross between Winnie the Pooh and Gentle Ben. <laughs> oh boy, he was he was neither of the two. Let me tell you, I mean, he was you know the <laughs> trainer comes in the ring with him, and uh, and they uh, they keep a leash on him. You know, he's got a muzzle, and and bear, if you watch, uh, are are kind of natural wrestlers. Their 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 natural moves are to stand on their hind legs. And reach and, and grab with their uh, with their front legs, uh, you know. So since I was a, a pretty decent amateur, I said to myself, "Well, I know what to do." I said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this thing's leg. I'm gonna pull his leg out from under him, and and then you know we'll go from there." Except uh, when a bear stands up on his hind legs, his hind legs are really short. And if he's a thousand-pound bear, there's really no chance of me pulling that leg out. So, so when I got down there to pull his leg out, all he did was uh, kind of fall forward. And I was in a crouch position, and this thousand-pound bear was on top of me. And I, you know, I, was, I was telling the handler, "Get him off! I can't breathe." You know, <laughs> the handler saw what was going on. He yanked him off. You know, and then the bear would grab you and and kind of. Uh, Guide you towards your own bump. He was throwing me all over the place. Uh, he swatted at me once. He caught me on uh, uh, the side of my neck. I had a I had a bear print there for about two days on the side of my neck. <laughs> you know he's declawed, uh, so you don't have to worry about that. But you know years ago, one of the fellows uh, accidentally did slip a finger uh, through the muzzle, and the bear still has its grinder teeth in the back, like his molars, and uh, this guy came out without a pinky finger, you know. So, wow. So that, wow. so so that was one that was one of my uh, uh, kind of different things going on. You know, that was uh, that was it. But you know what? You know, after I got uh, a little bit seasoned in the business, 
you know, almost nothing surprised me, uh, you know, because the wrestling business was uh, was different, that's for sure. Uh, Davey O'Han is our guest here. Now, I want to introduce you to uh, our resident wrestler here. Uh, he's, he, his wrestling name is Matthias, and uh, he's also kind of a human pincushion. He went through a uh, thumbtacks uh, on a tables match a couple weeks ago, uh, and uh, he's got a few uh, questions for you. So what do you got, Matthias? Go ahead. Well, it's always uh, – I just want to welcome you on to the show. It's always nice to talk to a fellow wrestler, especially a legend uh, such as yourself in the business. I guess, oh, you're um, too kind. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. A, I just kind of got a couple of questions for you. First off, if you have watched any of the current product, or if you've ever had a dream opponent from like the current products or the past product, or if there was anybody you ever could have wrestled with or for or whatever, and then um, who would that have been and why? And then also, what what kind of advice would you give to a up and coming wrestler such as myself? I've been in the business for. I've been in the business for 10. I've been wrestling for about five. I'm a current champion in another industry, but I'm also I'm always looking for advice from uh, people that have been in the wrestling business longer. So uh, if you have any advice, give it to me. Well, you know what? The, the business has changed uh, uh, unbelievably so uh, since I've been in it. Uh, I, I really don't pay much attention uh, to what goes on now. In fact, in fact, just today, my wife said to me, ah, you know, uh, last Friday night there was nothing on television, and I'm wondering should I put on uh, whatever's on, what is it, Friday night Raw, SmackDown, Smackdown. or something. Yep. Yeah. I, I said, well, go right ahead. I said, you know, I'm not interested in it. You know, I'm up in the loft uh, with that television at that point. I was think I was watching a hockey game or something. Uh Mm-hmm. So, so I really don't pay attention to what goes on now. Uh, although uh, I did go to a WrestleMania, I, I went to a WrestleMania, and and I'd be telling you a lie if I told you what number it was. I think it was in 2013. It was it coincided with uh, Bruno San Martino uh, being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, like I said, Bruno was my idol, uh, uh, you know, a really close friend eventually. And, Mar- uh, March of 87? You know, I don't, you know what? I, no, I don't think it was 87. I don't think it was 87. I, I'm sorry, 97. Uh, yeah, you said uh, WrestleMania 13, that was the featuring of uh, um, uh, the biggest match on that card was um, – uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret the Hitman Hart in the famous double turn. Maybe. You, you may be right, because I'll tell you more about that night. Anyway, you know, Bruno had called me up, uh, and he said, uh, you know, they had some business problems, Bruno and, and the company, and uh, he was just not going to go until they straightened out their business problems from years and years ago. Uh and he called me up and he said, "Listen, it's you know it's straightened out, and I'd I'd really like you to come over uh, uh, to the induction as my guest." Uh, and uh, he spoke to Dominic. You know, the, the the little group of us would still stay in touch. And uh, he said, "Dominic's going to come over. That's Dominic Danucci." And I said, "Bruno, to tell you the truth, uh, you know what? I'm going to skip this." Uh, I said, "Please don't be insulted." Uh, I'm not being disrespectful. I just don't want to go. I just don't want to go. So, I, so we got done talking, 
And, uh, you know, I said to my wife, uh, I said, ah, that was Bruno. I said, uh, we were having a little chat, and he invited me to come to uh, the WrestleMania weekend uh, when he is being inducted into their Hall of Fame. But I told him no, and my wife looked at me like I had three heads. She said, is there something wrong with you? She said, <laughs> she said you used to, as a kid, would cry if you saw Bruno getting beat up on television. Uh, now you're in the wrestling, or you're done with it by then, but you're in a wrestling business and you're telling Bruno no. Uh, she said, you're never going to go to a WrestleMania. She said, you know, and it's Madison Square Garden, which was a special place, and uh, the WrestleMania day was in uh, Giant Stadium in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. You know, it was a huge, huge weekend. So I, I picked up the phone. I said, Bruno, listen, I had a little temporary insanity there. Uh, I said, yeah, I'd like to go. So, you know, we went over, and uh, to, to be honest, uh, at, the, at the WrestleMania the next day, uh, I was sitting, Dominic, myself, uh, Afa and Sika, the Samoans, and uh, Ivan Koloff, uh, and we were sitting in a room. We didn't watch any of the show. We, did, we didn't watch any of the wrestling. So, so you know, if, if you ask me, uh, what do I think about it now? I think I think that the guys now are absolutely phenomenal athletes. I think they're fantastic yeah. athletes. And and while we were sitting in the room, you know, the, the, they're very respectful. A lot of them came in to say hi and introduce themselves. One of them, uh, because we were sitting with his dad, was Roman Reigns, and he came in. His name is Joe, uh, a great guy, a great kid. And, and I said, Joey, let me tell you something. You guys do things now that we would have never considered doing. Uh, I, you know, you're yeah. so much better. And, and, Sika, and Sika was sitting next to me, and he kind of slapped me on the shoulder. He said, wait a minute, pal. He said, they're not better than us. I said, well, I probably mean different than us. I probably mean different. Yeah. So, so uh, what I would say to you is, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I never had a singles match with Bruno. Uh, you know that would have been uh, that would have been a dream come true for me. Also, uh, I was in a couple mm-hmm. of battle royals with him. He was in them. Uh, you know, going back even further before I was in the business, Gorgeous George was the face of wrestling uh, back then. He's the guy that brought it all back. Uh, Buddy Rogers, guys like that. So I, I'm sorry I never got to work with them. Uh, and as and as far as the business goes, now, uh, if you really really need to have a passion, and, and if that's what you want to do, you don't let anything stop you from doing it. Uh, you just exactly. you know th- think it through. Uh, what I will say is going on now with the independence, and, and I've seen, you know, I, every once in a while I'll get a call to do an autograph thing, and, and it's an independent show. And more than once I've gotten up uh, while the show was going on and walked out because I saw things go, you know, I said, my God, what does this have to do with wrestling? You know, I, I saw yeah. some guy climb. I mean, just crazy stuff. But you know what? I, I'm one of the old guys now. I'm one of the old guys. When I got in the ring, we had to wrestle. We had to wrestle. And, exactly. and we had a philosophy that, you know, don't go out on the floor. Uh, unless it's unless it's part of your match, but if you go out on the floor, guess what? Three quarters of the people that are at the arena can't see you. Can't see you. Very you, true. You want to 
yeah, you want to show your product, you got to do it right in the middle of the ring. You got to exactly. do it right in the middle of the ring. So if you're going to have a passion, but right now I see the the independent guys uh, who who don't have the opportunity to work in the territories like I did, but but they are so much more creative than we were. They're so much more creative, and that's what I would say to really focus on. Be creative. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid and hold back if you got an idea. I, I would think now that the independent promoters who are in charge would let you try something unless it was really, really, you know, off the charts ridiculous. Uh, because we never did that. You know, if you had an idea, if you had an idea and you were working in New York Territory, which I did a lot, you know, very seldom somebody would go to Vince McMahon Sr. and say, hey, listen, this is what I want to do. You just didn't do that. You just didn't exactly. do that. Uh, you know, and so so if you can if you can do uh, make a connection with a promoter, and you can make a suggestion to him, be use use your creativity and use your brain uh, to to push yourself. You got to push your product, and and yes, that's sir. the thing that a lot of us did not do. Okay. Yeah, The um, just to correct you quick, Icon, the WrestleMania that he's talking about, he went to WrestleMania 29 that featured John Cena versus The Rock for the WWE Championship when he was talking about meeting Roman Reigns while, right. they, were, while they were still in the Shield. Um, and uh, Bruno San Martino was introdu- uh, introduced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. In uh, 2013, yes. yeah. Yep. And, and the and um, you know what? I guess... Go ahead. I'll just give you a little... Uh, it's a little promo for me. Bruno came to me and... and uh, he said, i got to tell you something. Now, you know, keep in the back of your mind how I felt about Bruno. I mean, it, I, I can't I, – I still think about him and get choked up. And uh, Bruno came to me and said, i got to tell you something. Uh, I wanted you to do my induction at the, uh, at the WWE Hall of Fame. And oh, I really? said, no. I said, you're kidding. And the reason he, he, he liked what I did – uh, I inducted Bruno into the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, which which we call the okay. Real Hall of Fame, and and he liked what he heard, and he said to me, uh, I really wanted uh, you to do that, and uh, I spoke to uh, Triple H, uh, and he said okay, but Vince Jr. had already contracted with Arnold, and I said Bruno, of listen, uh, I said I get it. I said, just saying that to me, you made my day. Just saying that to me, you made my day. It was great. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, again, you, you told me what year and what what WrestleMania it was. I wouldn't have known. Uh, I could have thought about that for the next 20 years. I wouldn't have figured it out. Uh, you yeah. know, but it was it was a treat for me uh, because it was uh, the Hall of Fame induction was in the garden. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I worked in the garden many, many times, so it was kind of a treat to get back there. And then... You know, you, you know that's a big production they have. It's unbelievable uh, what goes into that. Crazy. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it really is. So, you know, I got to see a lot of my friends uh, from years ago, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, we continue to tell lies to one another. You know, every year you get a little better, and you, you, want, a, you want a couple of more matches. So, Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the one when we were talking about, you know, promoting yourself is the way – 
I, I kind of, when I go to each and every event, I tend to, I focus on getting the crowd because that's yep. what gets me promoted more. I go out there, the crowd absolutely despises me. That's why I'm like North Dakota's number one heel because every time I go out there, people just hate me and want to see me get my butt handed to me left and right throughout the ring. And yep. that's what it seems to really get the promoters that keep bringing me back, which is I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunities. I got to wrestle guys that have been in the business for 20-plus years, 10-plus years, 30-plus years, whatever. I've been in the ring with, with a bunch of them. And, and just getting to learn their different styles and getting to just keep getting repetitions in and stuff like that. I, I'm not sure. into the whole high. I'm not into the whole high flying crazy moves. I like doing the basics, like the old style kind of stuff. If I have to go hardcore just to get the crowd, I will. I've done it before. But yeah, yep. it's just it's it, it's it's such an interesting business to uh, to be a part of, and I'm thankful every day that I got the opportunity, and and I'm going to take it um, as far as I can and as hard as I can. Yeah, live that passion, and 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 if I had to give you. Uh, advice uh, from an old timer you know not like the ter- you know i made a living in the business for 20 years you know some years were good and some years were not good uh but you know i was lucky enough to be able to that was my job uh sometimes i hated it you know i didn't like being away from home uh i really you know when i finally got married or got a little older uh, i didn't like to travel so much uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I hated being in airplanes anyway. Some territories you're in them a lot, uh, and I couldn't stand that. Uh, but what I would say to an independent guy right now is unless you're making a living doing this, uh, unless it's, uh, uh, if it's not your avocation, if it's your vocation and, and you have to be there and make a living, that's one thing. But, it, but if you're, uh, not depending on this for a living, what you really, really got to be careful of is uh, just doing permanent damage to your body. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean when you get older you're going to be like me, uh, you know, walking. I, listen, just weeks ago I, I had my, I don't know, 14th or 15th major orthopedic surgery. Uh, I just had a, a, my left knee total replacement done. Uh, you don't want to have something happen in the ring uh, that that could paralyze, kill. Uh, you know, you just don't want to do that. And and if you're mm-hmm. not doing too much of the flying stuff, well, that's fine because that's sort of overdone right now. That's sort of overdone. It doesn't mean anything so much anymore. Uh, no. You know, I always had a philosophy. Uh, and again, you guys can shut me up when when it's. Uh, when I'm being too long-winded and boring here, uh, but well, real uh, quick here, we have a Dave, we have a Dave O'Hara guest here. We got about uh, ten minutes left uh, with with you. Uh, oh, uh, all right. Uh, one, one thing I do want to talk about, though, uh, is I want I want to talk about your book that you wrote. And uh, what did you did you write a book about Bruno San Martino by chance? Well, I didn't write the book, but uh, you know, I was kind of. I'm, I'm not featured in it. Bruno's featured in it, uh, but I'm I'm in the book. There's quite a few pictures of myself, and and they asked me to write a little piece of it. Uh, and and when I was asked to do that, that was another uh, fellow said, you know, would you mind if we put some pictures of you and Bruno? <laughs> would I mind? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez, let me think that over for a second. Okay, I'm done thinking. Did you say twist uh, my no, arm? I'm, 
Yeah, yeah. What do you, you know, uh, I didn't write the book. It's, uh, it's uh, the, the, you know, it's the book about Bruno. And and I'm going to tell you something. You know, I've read it uh, not because uh, uh, the way Bruno and I our relationship was, and uh, you know, not because I got to uh, have the absolute honor of having uh, my pictures in there and uh, and writing something. It, it's a, just an absolutely fascinating uh, story about what Bruno went through in this business, uh, how he started, uh, how the tough times were, and and, uh, and, and you know what? If, if you never got the opportunity to know Bruno San Martino, he was one of the most wonderful people you'll ever meet in your life. He went out of his way to help guys. Uh, he, he never walked around uh, with that I'm the champ attitude. Uh, he was just such a great guy. So no, I, I didn't write the book. I was a little bit tiny part of it. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, the, uh, the book about Bruno is fantastic. Uh, I'm sure you could, uh, you know, where you buy it, I think maybe Amazon or something like that. I'm not positive. But, you know, if, if you really like wrestling and uh, you want some history, that's the thing for you. Now, what's interesting about the book is I'm looking at it right now. Oh, And okay. uh, this is what's interesting about it. Uh, uh, I'm looking at where, where they can get it. There's been four editions of it. Yes. Uh, and it says, uh, Bruno San Martino, an autobiography of wrestling, uh, a, a wrestling's living legend, and uh, it says, written by uh, Davey O'Hallahan, or, or Davey O'Hannon, Bruno San Martino, and Sal Anthony uh, Correnti. So well, they have yeah, you Sal listed down as right... Yes. yes, Sal Correnti was the guy that did the book. So they have you, they have you listed as a writer as well. Well, I, I, there's a part in the book that I contributed, so I did write something there. But, you know, I right. wasn't, I certainly wasn't... Uh, you know, the author or anything like that on the book. And uh, here, here's one thing I don't know if you knew this or not, but it's got it's got two different covers. And uh, here, here's uh, I just want you to uh, listen to these uh, what they say about it. Format paperback, language English, release date March 2019, publisher Independent Publishing, length 568 pages, weight 200. 2.08 pounds. <laughs> it's Pretty a two-pound book, there. man. Yeah, yeah, and there's, <laughs> you know, there's a there's a color version and there's a, a black and white version. Uh, you know, if you look, if if you if you check out Sal Carrenti, uh, that's that's where you'll find the latest uh, edition. That's the one that I'm involved in that they asked me to be a part of. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I, you know, I was friendly with Bruno's family, too. They're very special to me. And, uh, you know, they, they went through all of this. Uh, the, the, the book is just fantastic. The book is just fantastic. And uh, well, one thing, uh, you know, and I'll understand, if you, uh, I'll understand if you turn me down for this, but, uh, you know, here at uh, uh, 89.1 Ken's FM, we have, uh, we have a giveaway show that we're going to be doing here um, in a couple months. But uh, 
where if you go to our Facebook page, uh, Attitude Era Live, uh, Attitude Era Monday Live Monday, like that. Uh, go to Ken's page, 89.1, like that. Do a $10 month donation to Power of the Tower. We'll get you an autograph from our past guests, current guests, or future guests. Would you be willing to send us a few autographs for giveaways? Uh, uh, I certainly will take care of that. Awesome, we're, and I'll send you that address. Yeah, send me, yeah, get, get me that address and... Uh, uh, you know, I have uh, various pictures and things like that. I'll, I'll get uh, plenty of stuff out to you. You do whatever you want with it. And uh, I promise to, uh, you know, uh, like I have to apologize to every guest, you know, I keep uh, I keep telling everybody uh, time zones are not my strong suit, and I do apologize. <laughs> yeah, you're I, 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 well, look, I apologize for calling you at 4 in the morning before you had your coffee. I'm sorry, but I thought you'd be up, like, doing, like, lifting weights and working out and stuff at that time, so that's why I called well, you at I that actually, time. Well, I actually am up quite frequently at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, I spent a lifetime <laughs> on the road uh, working at night, so, so I'm still wide awake at night. I'm still wide awake at night, and I don't sleep very much. You know, I'm I'm not a a really good sleeper, Uh, so I'm up wandering around the house, and, uh, you know, bright and early, I do go over to the gym, except the last couple of months, uh, you know, with with this new knee of mine, I'm not, I'm actually going to the gym tomorrow morning. I'm going to the gym, or, yeah, this morning, uh, this coming morning, I'm going to get over there, so, (laughs) so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think when I called you at three, I think your words were, hey, dude. I'm sleeping. You want me to put you in a sleeper? And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll call you back later. <laughs> well, people sometimes people say, uh, oh, geez, did I wake you up? I, I say, no, I had to answer the phone anyway. Jesus. You know. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get. I'm going to give you a quick little uh, tip, uh, Davey, and this is for all our fans. If you ever wake up in the middle of the night and. Uh, you're, you're, you're like the power's off in your, your house or something, and you don't know what time it is, dial a number at random. Someone will say, hey, do you know it's 2 in the morning? Well, I do now. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I've That's actually good. done I that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Davey O'Hannon is our guest here. we got about uh, we got about uh, – Two and a half minutes here with uh, the man here. Uh, you know, and the cool thing is, uh, you know, you're known as uh, Irish Davey O'Hannon, and a perfect time to have you in is the month of March. Uh, I'm guessing that uh, St. Patrick's Day has got to be your favorite holiday, I would guess. Well, it's right up there, yeah. I like St. Patrick's Day. Uh, although, when you were in the wrestling business when I was in it, uh, holidays were kind of a blur uh, because uh, – they were just another day. You know, if you were lucky enough to be home uh, on a holiday, uh, then that was great. Uh, I actually worked in uh, the Boston Gardens uh, on a St. Patrick's night. Uh, Boston, you know, a heavy, heavy uh, Irish fan base up there. Uh, and I thought it would be a really – I worked with Kevin Sullivan, actually, uh, the taskmaster. So, But before he was a ta- – Kevin was a babyface uh, when he first started in New York, and I thought it'd be a really good idea uh, to wear uh, orange satin and orange uh, shoes and uh, orange tights <laughs> in the Boston Garden. It, it turned out that that wasn't a really nice, a great idea for me because uh, I had to fight my way in and out of the ring. Uh, 
and uh, actually stand in the, the Boston Garden was attached to the hotel that we used to stay in called the Madison Hotel. And uh, I was standing outside uh, at about 2 o'clock in the morning, and somebody thought it would be a really neat idea uh, from the fourth or fifth floor uh, to drop a bottle of wine out uh, and try to hit me with it. They, they didn't hit me with it. It landed about 10 feet away. Uh, whatever I was wearing had uh, uh, wine <laughs> stains all over it. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. So, so St. Patrick's Night in the Boston Gardens uh, in the uh, early 70s, uh, don't wear orange, uh, you know, don't do anything like that. Uh, Irish heels uh, probably better not be there. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we we got about uh, 30 seconds here, uh, Davey. So if our uh, if our fans want to check you out and see if you got a Facebook, you have an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok, what do you got? Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm on, I am on Facebook, Davey O'Hannon. Uh, my kids tell me that I'm, technologically bankrupt uh you know <laughs> they, yeah they just shake their heads uh i still have a flip cell phone uh i i think it's in the car i'm not even sure where it is i don't use it unless it's an emergency <laughs> uh, but but you can catch me on facebook uh at davy o'hannon and uh you know pretty much uh i use facebook to see which one of my friends have died lately uh, as ghoulish as that sounds and uh you know, if uh, people ask questions or talk about wrestling, you know, I, I accommodate them uh, as much as I can. If they're if they're disrespectful to the wrestling business, you know, we used to uh, have a saying, uh, don't make a joke about what I did for a living. Uh, because if you exactly. want to make a joke about it, you know, hop in the ring. Uh, maybe we can give you a little uh, uh, update on what a joke it is not. Or as uh, Granny Hawks has a, a famous friend that says, uh, wrestling is real. People are fake. That's right. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, Davey, you have been awesome, and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, you are just a great guy, sir. And uh, most importantly, thank you for being my friend. I do appreciate it, sir. Thank you for being well, on with us. Thank you. Uh, I am absolutely flattered and humbled that you would even consider having me on there. Uh, I'm at your service uh, uh, you get me that address, I'll get some stuff out to you. And, and anytime you need me, uh, just feel free. You guys have my number, and uh, we can be in contact. It's absolutely been a thrill uh, to be on uh, Ken's FM and uh, to be on your show. I appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you Thanks, what. Man. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, maybe get you around uh, the June 26th time uh, around your birthday. <laughs> That's right around. It's right on it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, right, Dave. Well, you have a good night, bud. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. Take care. You're Take awesome, care. man. Thanks, bud. All right. Davey O'Hannon, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, uh, more uh, good music on Ken's FM is coming. Uh, until next week, uh, we want you to all be safe, like each other, love each other. Join us next week, same time, same channel. As always, we are here live, Attitude Era Monday, live Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we thank you. You think you know me.
children born to get high. Turn your heads to the sky. We're burning in the heat below. With a thorn in the side and the ocean too wide and the avenues so long.